Courtney, your face is still on screen if you want me playing <laughs> right in the beginning. <laughs> friends and greetings from Anadia. Wow. So a lot has happened since my last entry. In our search for parts to repair our vessel, Elisar Wick and I accepted a magnificent barter from a very friendly halfling mechanic named Chorus. We agreed to investigate a nearby cave to recover some missing children in exchange for parts and repairs to our ship. But in hindsight, this deal seemed a little too good to be true and perhaps rushed. Uh, but no risk, no reward, right? So our crew ziplined down and arrived to the cave. But it was full of stalactite-shaped worms and booby traps. And deeper inside, we found a large weapon being constructed by droids. And a very elaborate, shape-shifting operation with costumes ready for every potential persona. There were no children. We found Chorus in the middle of the cave, who was alarmed and annoyed that we had made it past his traps. Our droid companion quickly disposed of him, revealing Chorus's true form. And after further exploration of the cave, we found a security room with live footage of Knopf. It seems like the shapeshifters were living among the halflings, and there are so many bunk beds they might still be there. Uh, they perhaps wanted to dispose of us curious newcomers before we interfered with their dealings. So we're out of the cave, still in need of repairs, and perhaps a little paranoid. Overall, this seems to be a lesson that trust is earned. Uh, this one's going to take a while to unpack, but overall, I think the lesson here is that challenge builds resilience. So stay curious. Peg. Hey, everybody. We're back. We're following up last episode from last week, which was our recap episode. Hopefully, Ooh. that kind of reminded you of everything that's going on. I'm pretty sure it was helpful for everyone here. So for today, we're starting off, we're back on the ship. Um, you guys have been resting for multiple days after your first kind of prolonged adventure encounter in the, the dungeon. Um, you all took hits. So in addition to like everything that's going on, you're, you're all showing some damage now, right? Like Dan, you got shot with hot lead and it cauterized you, but you, like you now have visible scars from like all these encounters building up. Um, it's hard to be a, a, a dungeoneer, I guess. Um, one of the people who took the most damage was your android friend. So he's being repaired by Ronag still. You guys tried to give him something to help out. It definitely, like you poured in, I believe, a liquid and it kind of repaired him. He's looking better, but like some of these things, like you guys rest and you can your bodies heal themselves. Androids can't do that, right? So Ronag has been working on him for days. I'm sure he'll be back together, but for now, like... Ronag isn't even allowing it to boot up. It'd be really convenient if he's like back up to snuff the next time we have a guest. That'd be. I think I'm thinking next episode he'll be back together. Might be good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Super convenient. I yep. appreciate that. Wow, it's weird how that works. I know. It's like it's got this all planned out. <laughs> so yeah, it's been like two or three days. You guys are rested. You're feeling better, but you definitely have all this knowledge of what's going on, and I don't know kind of what your next steps are going to be. Um, so I think that's where we're, we're going to, we're going to kick it off. And we're on the, the drow are on the ship with us. No, the drow still haven't returned. They're still <laughs> gone. Oh no. That was going to be a font for wisdom. I was hoping at least sarcasm and cynicism. And um, do we get what we needed to repair the ship yet? No, right. You've gotten some of the wires. You know that there's like heat shielding you can get from over there. If you return to that cave system. Um, you do know that there's still enemies in that cave system and you're missing the energy core, most of all. Which we still have no leads on, except there might be one in town somewhere. Yeah, you for sure, there for sure are in the spaceport. But Expensivo, though. Yeah, Mui Expensivo. Oh. <laughs> um, so we're all hanging out on the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Wig's going to go over... Are Peg and LSR anywhere near each other? I would think we're all in that main room. Just chilling. Yeah, I'm nearby. She's going to walk over, try to get in between both of them. Like, I guess if they're standing around or anything mm -hmm. and kind of reach up and 
pinch their arms right above the elbow, right in that good. <laughs> Don't you have like like bird claws that would hurt? Yeah, a lot. but it's like with a knuckle. <laughs> She's gonna come in with like that knuckle grab and just pinch both of you and maybe twist a little bit. I uh, I turn around and make feign karate moves like I know what I'm doing, <laughs> and then I realize it's it's like and I'm like all right. And she kind of jumps back and does yeah. another one, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd but then say, she, she looks yeah. at Peg and she's like, giving her kind of a weird. What does Peg do? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh. she's hello. <laughs> like, oh, and she's like, okay, <laughs> like, oh, sorry. I just we haven't really talked much in the last two days, and you can hear the voice box kind of whirring and clicking because it hasn't been used much. She's just like. That was my first experience with a shapeshifter, and I just wanted to make you make sure you two were not going to change or anything. So now I'm sure <laughs> we're good. Sorry about the pinch. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm doing fine. I just kind of uh, need need to need to get going. Where I feel like we have accomplished absolutely nothing. <laughs> good points. Yeah, like, do we even need this ship anymore? Maybe we should find a better ship. Or, or we can go and figure out what our drow friends are doing. <laughs> hey, that we're you, here for. <laughs> you have ship money? I don't think so. Did we have, we still have money <laughs> no, you, you, <laughs> from the other day. <laughs> yeah, you guys do have some money. You do not have ship money. <laughs> Otherwise, Elisar, I'm completely broke. <laughs> we have about, like, 586 credits i think yeah and you could so probably definitely not ship money. you could probably no. scrap this ship too so you can keep that in the back of your head like there's probably some money in this if you don't want the ship where do you lsr do you know where they might have gone your drow buddies i i have absolutely no clue nothing they were looking for something was it that bowl lady yeah um, i mean realistically with what with like the only connection is race. Like I didn't grow up with any, so I, I don't I don't know them or what they're about. Hey, no, I mean they got us here, so that's something. You know, step, I appreciate that connection. Okay. Yeah, that's a this is a this is three steps. You know how killing it. I was born and raised on that ship. Where I think you were too, right? On the Thander's ring, as probably long as I can remember. Yeah. So, you know, this is great. This is three or four steps ahead. Don't. Don't talk to yourself like this. Definitely way more than one step. So thank you for getting us here. But I, I don't know if they're coming back. It's like been two or three weeks and we haven't heard anything. <laughs> I don't even know what they're looking for. They mentioned something about. Okay. So let me come clean a little bit to both of you guys. On the ship. I may or may not have been a member of a gang. Okay. okay. On the fourth ring. Um, do you know what? Do you remember? Peg, you might have remembered seeing the, the Aarakocra, the really pretty, colorful bird folks walking around. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of bird folks like me on the, at least on the sixth ring. I was only up there because, uh, you know, they gave me a job at the bar, at the restaurant to kind of help out, to stay low. Did some favors for them. They let me work in the kitchen. But... All right, guys, don't think less of me. But when I was with the gang, um, might have done a few untoward jobs for them. Might have been what you call a hitman. So definitely had some experience on the lower rings, on the upper rings, anywhere that something needed to go be taken care of. One day, overheard some stuff I shouldn't have heard. And they don't like it when you overhear stuff you're not supposed to hear. You know, I was more of a fist, not a thinker. Wasn't supposed to hear this stuff. And so I went on the run, went on the lamp. And then I found you guys. I was at work one day, looking for a way off the ship. All of a sudden, here's this beautiful cat lady who needs to get off of the rink. What can I do? Maybe I'll help. Let's try it. And I did. And I tried to run away. And now the exact same problem that I heard in the gang is happening out here on this planet, too. 
there's something going on with the gods. I don't know what the force is called, but even when Seranathy is out of whack, something really scary is happening. I don't know if you guys know who Seranathy is. You may not have. She's a beautiful bird god. And if she's powerful enough to be taken out of her place in the command, then some serious shit's about to go down. And I hate that we're stuck in it here, too. Sorry I didn't tell you guys this sooner, but your drow friends might be in over their heads. Especially if they haven't come back yet. So now that that long-winded exposition is over, how do you guys feel? Do you st- are we still okay? That's a lot for me to dump on you. I feel like I haven't said more than three sentences since we left the Lathander's ring in the first place. You've been processing a lot. This makes a lot Just more sense. Just working on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for sharing that with us. I guess it's even better that you know what's going on because now we have intel to go off of. Well, to- let me say this too. Let's step back and the voice box starts to click and clack a little more. I know probably 10% of what's going on. Nope. 2%. That's where what I know stops. <laughs> Because apparently it's a whole lot bigger than what I just told you. But thank you for saying that. I am glad I can tell you something. If anything, it feels nice to get off my chest what I used to do. Yeah. So you don't feel like you have to bottle it up or hide it. From oh, us. man, I'm that's not a way off. Oh, good. Thank you. And she kind of <laughs> loosens up and the feathers kind of preen and then drop again. Yeah, being from the first ring, the whole Hitman thing, like I was very confused that you were even had an issue with it so when you said that i was kind of like that's normal so i'm like <laughs> yeah oh uh, and then the god stuff is like way over my head i, have no I don't understand it either that's why it's so scary but if the ears ever know that i knew that stuff i would not be long for wherever they find me are they mainly on the ship or do they get off the ship I only know about the ones on the ship, but all the secrets they know and tell each other and the stuff that we were protecting and the people we were taking out, I know I took out at least a couple people who were from Offering. So they've got to be bigger than I thought they were. Okay. Then we won't spread this. But if somebody were to recognize you, like what kind of protections do you need to take? And she reaches into her bag and pulls out the mask that she wore in the cave and puts it on. I was like, it's not much, especially when there's not as many kinku out here. But when there was like 20 of us hitmen or hit people, hit birds, it's nice to be able to differentiate and not mm-hmm. let other people see. So this mask may not help much out here, but if it gets low down, we can use that for a little bit. And she okay. takes the mask back off and puts it in her bag. If you guys don't remember the mask, it looks like a kinku skull. That just fits on top of her face and beak. So like I said, it's not very helpful when you're the only Kiku in the middle of a desert planet. It's like, nope, that's the one. I don't care what mask she's wearing. So, yeah, all that to say, again, we may not be able to wait for the drow friends to come back. We might have to go find the god they were looking for ourselves. We'd still need to figure out what's going on with the ship, though. That's a damn good point. Thank you. <laughs> mm. And protect ourselves. I feel like if we're going, just the three of us, we saw the drow power that they had. Those tentacles coming up out of the ground. I do not feel <laughs> enough to go by myself yeah, after these they, gods. They had issues. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but maybe, you know, on the other hand, they may not have issues. They may be there now. Mm. We don't know. But you're right, we do need to get the ship fixed first. Um, Well, now I've shared. Is there anything you guys, any questions or anything you want to share or anything? Um, If not, we can go see what Ronag thinks we should do next or what parts. Yeah. Whose ship is this? She looks around, she's like, I don't think I know who the ship actually belongs to. I think it belongs to the those drow people, right? Uh, that makes sense. Or they stole it. Yeah, I don't know. I try yeah, I don't think questions. this is 
really their decor <laughs> based on the bowls and silverware I saw upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, LSR, how are you feeling about being off the ring? Or what kind of things are you hoping to get? We haven't even had a moment to really sit down like this to talk. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Just trying to keep on keeping on. Um, a little confused. There's a lot of a lot of other colors out here. I'm used to kind of more of the gray and the black and the brown and the. There's a lot of stuff I'm experiencing. Um, but it's okay. I think I'm gonna get a sunburn. Uh, so I'm a little concerned about that. Didn't even know that was a thing until my skin started to hurt. And uh, yeah, you know, just keep it on, keep it on. I am really interested in finding uh those drow. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem like they needed us to do some stuff, and I want to make sure that that we're doing that for them okay how'd you meet anyway the drow yeah i might have already asked this but remind me uh it's you know it's a drow thing it's just we know you see people you know thing it's fine it's uh did they come down to the first level or did you go see them oh i'd never leave the first level that's that's (laughs) that's preposterous what no (laughs) uh but no they've they've dabbled they've come down uh, they have come and used me, you know, had me do jobs for them, et cetera. I, I, you know, a uh, master of of not much, but master of level one. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone else picked up on it. <laughs> and I don't even know if I'm going to keep it in or this no, is. No, I probably have to but cut it the out. The master but... of one level yeah we love you guys <laughs> keep going patrick patrick gave <laughs> him 20 dollars to put that in. <laughs> but yeah no i didn't leave the ring much but I, i've dabbled with them and obviously uh due to the very drow aesthetic that i carry uh you know we linked up right away connection okay so it's kind of what do you what's your plan going forward do you want to kind of be they are yeah basically just follow them around do whatever they need and okay maybe someday they'll give me a shot you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll get to do that <laughs> tentacle thing <laughs> i wow i don't think so i don't i don't think that maybe i'll <laughs> i could probably shoot some stuff for them maybe i don't know oh, okay shoot some stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> um well so what do you want to try to do first um Maybe Ronag has some advice for us on how to fix the ship. Give that a shot. So you guys all walk yeah. up to Ronag? Yeah, and you see Ronag still repairing um, the, the droid a little bit. The droid is um, off. He immediately thanks you for bringing back the supplies you did. And starts like kind of just listing off the things he's fixed. And... Um, he like looks at you all and he goes, there's no way we're going to get this thing off the planet anytime soon. He goes, we still need the energy core, which mm-hmm. none of us have money for. I know you talked about the heat plating that we could probably get from that old cave that you guys were in or wherever, but like without that, it will burn up on exit of the planet. And like, even if we do get off the planet, where are we going? Yes. <laughs> I'm kind of gaming out the different options like okay well we could proactively uh, fix up the ship in case we don't know what kind of god stuff we're about to get in over there what if we need to leave really quickly oh yeah and he, he looks at you just like shaking his head he's like the ship is still gotta be number one priority yeah not number two yeah and I think okay. I think there's the way you, we've been getting money we're probably gonna need a favor or something mm. uh. I mean, you could try to go do jobs, but like that hasn't been going well. <laughs> I can go dropkick robots for like three months if we need to. <laughs> Just watch Wick do like an 80s montage <laughs> workout. Yeah. <laughs> like a tire. Yeah. Give you a leg, thumbs up. Leg and wrist weights. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to know? Or you're saying then Ronag to go in town to see if there's some uh, more trustworthy jobs we can do. Yeah, and as he like repairs, he like stops working on the droid and goes, as as far as I see it, there's probably only a couple things you guys could do. You could just go look at the job board in town, 
talk to the people who like are there, see if you can do any work. You guys have a whole bunch of information now about something that's right outside the city. You could try to barter that. I don't know. Like, there's not much you could. We could try to steal another ship. Um. Okay. How far are you trying to get this ship in the future? Like, how many planets we have after this that we can go? And Ronak looks at you. He goes, "I don't understand. Like, there's a like, bunch of planets in this uh, universe or galaxy. There's a bunch elsewhere. Like, yeah, we can go anywhere. We, can't, we can only go so fast. And oh, uh, this is not it's the best taking ship. a beating. Yeah, it's not the okay. best ship. Okay. Um, well, I like the prospects of going to the job board. What do you guys think? No, that yeah, sounds great. Uh, hey, did shot. um, did our host say anything to you before they left? Any indication of which direction they might be going? No, they they took that little piece of metal with the the note on it, mm-hmm. and I guess they got something from that, and they just went to go look for Miska. You know, just went to go see the spider demon lord maybe when you're going to the job board you can ask other people around town maybe someone knows something about this mm-hmm. sounds good to me uh get my pinching fingers ready <laughs> <laughs> like, hey can we take craig into town take craig anywhere yes and she runs and jumps tries to climb on craig while they're still <laughs> in the ship <laughs> like a whole ship starts rocking a little bit like in the sand <laughs> Yeah, I think we have enough potions. We might have to buy a couple things in town. Um, Wick yells down from the top of Craig, like, yeah, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all get on Craig and start tearing off to town? Yeah. Yeah, I call it the backseat. <laughs> As you guys get closer and closer, you, you come up to that sloped kind of cement walls, that the gate in the front. And inside the gate are, are still your two halfling buddies, the one on the riding lizard and the other one's kind of just like leaning up against the wall. And as you, your riding lizard comes in, you just hear them start cheering again. And like, just like last time, they're like, LSR, LSR. They're still pumped on what you were doing in there. And as you guys come in, they're like, what are you guys doing back? Well, we got some questions, need to go shopping, might see what jobs are available, stuff like that. Jobs? I can, yeah, I can, we need do you want me to point you in some directions? Like, what are you guys looking for? Well, we need to get a ship repaired, so we're going to need a lot of money. So what's the most high-paid job you got? Because we're just guards. Like, we don't have jobs, but... I know. Let's go! <laughs> he goes, there's a job board outside of the main temple. Oh, okay. So if you go into town, in the center of town, like where Alisar did the rodeo, um, mm-hmm. where that was, there'll be like a job board just up against the temple wall. Awesome. Is there anything else you guys are looking for? And like, you can see them. They're just excited. They just want to help out. Um, maybe they're bored most of the day because like very few people come in and out of town. So, and especially um, this gate, right? Because most people come in from the spa- spaceport side, which is on the opposite side of town. Mm-hmm. Wick's going to kind of like duck her head down and like put a finger over her beak and just kind of wave one of them over. Yeah. So the one that's on, not on the lizard will like kind of walk over with his pole arm. And she sits back up and looks around and looks back like, hey, um, weird question, but have you seen anybody with a computer attached to the back of the head or anybody who um, maybe some, I don't know how to say this, might be able to change shapes? Yeah. And once you start talking like this, like he steps back towards the writing lizard and goes, what are you talking about? You know, just uh, computer head people. No, I don't no. know. And he starts to grip his pole arm a little bit. Like, what are you talking about? No, oh, you know, nothing. Just heard it on the job board. Heard people talk about it in the carnival. Anyway, it's nice to see you guys. And she sits back up and tries to yeah. kick Craig to move again. Yeah, and as you, you like start to kick Craig, the other riding lizard like blocks the gate a bit. And he goes, you can't, no, no. What is going on? And like their tone and mannerisms are like definitely getting more defensive, right? Like, they're still guards of the city. Hmm. I mean, we don't know that there were more, right, Wick? Or, or we don't know. How many bunk beds were there? <laughs> there was there was a bunch. <laughs> okay. Never mind. We totally know. <laughs> so, so Wick will kind of sit back up. I guess they're closer now. She doesn't have to pretend to whisper to either one. And she'll just relate 
the story of meeting Chorus, him sending them on the job, and general broad strokes, maybe leaving out the fainting and the injuries and sure. the Just, getting shot and stuff. Yeah, and the more you tell the story, the more the faces of both of the guards kind of like turned to like mortified, right? And the one who was like acting tough earlier, it's just like, yo, man, like they gave us a spear. We're not even like real guards. It's more of like a symbol thing, um, like a tradition. This is way over our heads. I, I think, I think you need to go tell, tell the leaders of the town. Like this sounds way bigger than any of us. It's yeah, for sure. So he goes, all right, where, where do we go? There's and a, then- there's a job board outside the temple. But mm-hmm. the the t- the town is run by the people in the temple. So like, just go in there. You'll see a lot of priests and students. Just sh- you could try to talk to one that maybe they'll give you some information. But like, if what you're saying is true, like we're all in danger already. Um, this is a side note. The the cameras in the city. You know, we saw them on the buildings and corners and stuff. Are those connected to any hub in town? I mean, I'm sure like the, the guards of the city have access to it, right? Like we're just yeah. trying to keep the city safe. Okay. Well, we'll try to find, see if we can figure out where that hub is and uh, see if there's one in town, a secondary one. And uh, thanks guys. Keep yeah. up the, the good work. Yeah. And they're like, oh, all right. And like the big lizard kind of moves out of the way and they're like, please hurry. And they got to go back to where they were standing and guarding. But the one who was like leaning like real loosely on the wall, just like hanging out, like he's he feels more formal now. Like they're actually on guard again. Is there like a main hub, like town hall or a capital building? Yeah, they they told you to go to like the temple. That's where like the leaders are. So and you know the temple oh, the is like Yeah, the whole town is run by that that temple, which is like the biggest building in town. So you, okay. you go there. The job board is also right outside of that. Mm-hmm. All right, go that way. Sure. And it's just like normal, right? Like every th- every other time you've been in here, everyone else is like super friendly, people waving. You get the occasional people who recognize LSR and like that you guys are riding the Drake. Um, you kind of squirrel through all the city streets and then you, you in the center of town is like the big opening and there's like a small market set up in this opening kind of where the rodeo was. Mm-hmm. People just hanging out. And behind that kind of market is the towering building. It's it's probably clears all the other buildings by fifty or sixty feet. Like it's the main stake of this city. It's um got a round wall on the outside with kind of large cylinders kind of growing up out of them. So it's like a wall with a big cylinder in the middle and four cylinders on the outside. From its end like from the front is a room that comes out with a pitched roof. At the top of this big tower, you can see smoke billowing out with one a big um big bell so it looks like a a fairly typical church the spire at the very top has that cornucopia again like carved into it with like all the different food items and when you when you kind of approach it there's like a place you could just like leave craig and like tie him up you can see like other animals that people ride there's like a big bird with like this weird beak there's other lizards like yours is probably one of the bigger ones and Definitely one of the most expensive ones, right? It was like the prize. Fancy. And in front of the, the the temple, you see two guards at the front door. And unlike the guards you saw at the front of the gate, these guards look much more ready for combat. Uh, both their faces are covered with helmets, um, kind of like black glass. They're, they're all dressed in white. Uh, their armor, like shoulder pads, have the cornucopia kind of like embossed into it. And I think what you guys could instantly realize is kind of like, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Who are the guards in London with the big hats? Yeah. The Royal the Guard? guard? Yeah, the Royal Kind guard. of like, yeah, like they... they, they Bee feeders. Uh, you're right. Something like that, right? <laughs> right. Is it something like that? <laughs> yeah, sorry, anyone who's not from America. Um it's not ignorant but like when you go there right it's like almost a tourist attraction they're all like trained and like military right and they have the authority to do things but they're not probably as prepared to do things as the real police 
And that's kind of what you're getting here is like those those guards on the outside of town were probably more for show than anything. The two guards out here are like ready to rumble if they need to. Um, unlike the other ones who had spears, like these guys have rifles and like sidearms. But it's the same kind of thing. Like the whole town feels still pretty joyous, right? There's commerce. There's um, travelers just from the spaceport kind of hanging out. Everything seems really normal. Does it appear like we need to check in with them first? Like no. there's some kind of gate? No. And okay. in fact, you see people walking in fairly regularly holding like food items almost. Mm. Huh. I guess we go in. Sacrifices. Yeah. I think we're clear then. We can go, go in, up go the stairs. In. Yeah. Um, into the entryway. Yeah. So you enter the entryway. Uh, like I said, again, like this is like a big square room that enters into like a rounded uh, chamber in the back. In this front area, you see like loads of priests all decked out in white with like gold embossed and a lot of cornucopia food kind of like flourishing. Um, a lot of them have like tomes they're reading, but they're kind of just walking around. Some in, some are leaving to go into town. But what you do see is like there's like a very kind of sporadic line of people going in through this main chamber into the rounded room in the back. Um, the whole room smells really good, right? Like there's incense burning, there's candles and lights um, where this, the Lathander's ring felt like very tech forward. This feels like it's more subdued and traditional. Um, okay. As you look down this main hallway into the back, you see inside this rounded room, six big slabs of stone that kind of come out and create a circle that you can walk in between each of the slabs. And on them are just engravings of different um, agricultural things. So like one of them will have like a, t a, t like a, a ton of wheat or flowers or um, birds. And then in the center, if you guys like kind of walk around and in between the slabs, there's a giant fire pit where people are tossing what you could only be described as like scraps. And there's priests like around the fire pit observing everything. Outside of the, the slab stone, you see uh, four, five hallways. So it's one big room, enters into a round chamber with five hallways. Four of the hallways go into like these little libraries. And the fifth, which is in the back of the building, goes to a staircase. What would you guys like to do in this space? And feel, I... feel free to ask any questions about like what you're seeing, if, what you're looking for. Is there like a location that's evident of like offices or I don't know, like, like, or like where people of higher, you know, higher up in the hierarchy would be? Sure. So that, that's a great question. So I would explain this kind of like a university almost, right? Like, so you see a lot of students walking around or you see the commoners and you might see professors like walking around, but there are people situated in both all these libraries as okay. well as around the, the fire pit. So you, you know that these people at least have a job here that they're working. In the libraries, each library door has a guard, very similar to the ones out front. So I, and they're not gonna let you in, like they're blocking the door. You can see past oh. them because there are no doors, it's like hallways. Past them, yeah. you can see people either reading, studying, or praying, like there's little tiny altars in each one. But there are um, like there are a ton of like priests or even like commoners that you could ask just like mm -hmm. what's up? Are there any cameras or anything in here? Not that you see. Okay. So um, yeah, because there's like minimal tech everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. The most tech you see would be the guards. I almost think we should ask. Because they have them. guns. And like metal armor. Okay. Where like all the priests are wearing more robe type stuff. These guys mm -hmm. look like they could just fit in Lathander's ring. Like they're not very different than the Covenant. Just shorter because they're halfling. I almost think we should ask the guard so that we gain their influence over the other guards. I mean, it could go south, but they could also be convinced. Well, if you ask um, I could ask them. Could I, Will, mm -hmm. uh, could I ask them in a like with persuasion where I'm not, I'm trying to persuade them to like have favor in the way that we're talking to them. Sure. 
just so that you're tr- just trying to convince them to be like comfortable with you. Yeah, yeah that dir- yeah directions. That yeah, like what Cordy was asking, but trying to use persuasion so that it doesn't go south. <laughs> yeah, I would say like you don't even need a roll for that, right? Like you're going in with a tent of like kind of like if you're going to a police station, maybe with a tip. Like, mm-hmm. hey, it's not us. <laughs> like, we saw something. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're going for? Yeah. Yeah, we got the info. Yeah, don't feel, you know, it's not, I'm not turning myself in. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally get it. They're not going to, like, yeah. I don't think that needs a role. Like, you're going in. Plus your LSR. <laughs> I got wrapped, dude. Yeah, you're like the hot so... shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> even if they don't, t- even if they don't verbally recognize you, they know, you know, you know, they know who you are. <laughs> The yeah. only drow, the <laughs> the only you know half drow in town. I was gonna say the only one on the planet, but there's two others, possibly so maybe. on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you guys just kind of pick a random guard. Yeah, yeah Wade kind of like stands behind both LSR and Peg. Yeah, whoever you know, we'll pick a guard that looks like he's apt for some information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but again, can't see their faces or anything, right? Like they're wearing these helmets with like the black glass in front of it. But yeah, you could just like pick the first guard. Whoever has the cleanest helmet, that's what I want sure. to talk to. <laughs> yeah, so you walk over to one of those kind of like library chambers with the guard standing in front of it. What do you guys want to try to say to him? Uh, so, you know, we might have some information about some uh, not so great doings going on in your area of the world and uh we do would like to uh have somebody that we could talk to maybe of importance yeah and you hear through the helmet right so it's kind of you're what you're hearing is a speaker more than their actual voice mm-hmm. um and you got one of those yeah and he puts <laughs> his rifle down and like takes out like a tablet in his hand and he's like all right what did you see and he starts like filing out like a report maybe we should take this in another room or is there somewhere else we could talk to you about this yeah and, and no. he like looks behind alistar to see you he's like no like if you saw something just let me know we'll make sure it gets dealt with we could whisper it <laughs> yeah and you can you can hear him like kind of getting shorter he's like come on guys let's just get this done with i'll make the report i'll send it up what happened what did you see um somebody's taking kids and hiding them in the cave system over on the other side of the cliff near the space stations. Yeah, and he looks at you. He's like, whoa, whoa, slow, slow down. What, what are the name of the kids? And what, what is this case system you're talking about? It was one kid. Somebody, a mechanic told us about it. His name was Chorus. I don't know how many kids were taken. Yeah, and he, he starts writing down the names. He's like, all right, well, look into Chorus. Where was the cave? Uh, you know, of- go ahead. Oh, there's kind of a zip line that you can take from the <laughs> air pad area down but don't take the first entrance it's blocked with rocks go around to the side yeah and there you will find the kids and as you guys are saying this i mean clearly you're not trying to say that you did anything <laughs> but these are like awkward details and he like he's he like writes it all down he goes how do you guys know so much about this uh-huh chorus offered us he said if we helped him he would give us money to help spare, repair our ships. But it felt really weird trying to go in there and helping without getting you guys involved. It's your town. We're just guests. We want to help. So, so you instead guys, of going down there, we came to tell you. All right. Uh, where did you guys meet Chorus? Where can I go find him? Uh, we met him at, and I come, I don't know if there was a number on the sure. spaceport. We met him at this spaceport. He was repairing the ship. I remember he had a huge wrench, which was comically funny because anyway, and she trails off because she doesn't want to make a half, <laughs> yeah, half dwarf choke at his expense. And he had a, he's working on this ship. He should still be there. Should be close to there. He fired the, uh, the zip line across, and we figured we should come get supplies before we went down there. So came to tell you guys first. Right. He fired a zip line at an entrance that was filled in. Well, he just fired us for us to get across. Mm-hmm. To the entrance, the blocked know. entrance. Yes. Yeah, to the cave. It was just the only entrance he knew about. He said we could get down there and clear the rocks out. Yeah, and I uh I started like <laughs> slowly shifts, like kind of like slipping out. And he's like, All right, I'll have someone look into it. Great, thanks. Cool, cool. I uh 
turned to Peggy Wick. I'm like, man, really casual about the whole child abduction thing. Sorry, no, I didn't want to tell him about the other stuff. I mean, that was the cover story. If he right. was in on it, that would have freaked him out. And I don't know. It just and felt like. Yeah, the side entrance will protect him. Like, I'm not trying to hurt this guard's person. I mean, you know, Pete and repeat at the fence were, you know, they were freaking out when we told him. I don't know what, you know, this guy's going to do. He took Is there someone more important that we can talk to? Maybe try one of, the, we could talk to one of the priests, maybe. I mean, that's what, you know, they said to try to talk to him. I don't know if we can get one by themselves, though. Kind of dropping the shapeshifter thing in here might be a little too much. But we can try it. Is there like any priest that we could have access to? Yeah, sure. There's like the ones kind of watching over the altar proceedings. And there's like tons just like walking around. You see some like praying, like walking a circle around <clears throat> the slabs. Does anybody have like nice robes? Like a head head priest? Yeah, I mean, or I like extra that. chains or something? No, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Down here, it feels like it's all pretty much the same. Yeah, I'm looking for the guy who has the big incense swinger thing, you know? The to... biggest bald ring. You know, wanna... <laughs> no? Okay. No. <laughs> no uh, I mean... I'll walk up to one of the, one of the priests and, uh, and just kind of be like, hey, is there like anybody in charge over here that I could uh, talk to? You know? Yeah, and just instantly nice, right? Just like being as priestly as possible. He is like, (laughs) he's like, of course, but that's at the upper levels. How can I help you? You could help me by getting to the upper levels. Yeah. And the priest goes, I'm (laughs) sure we can help you. Do you need prayer? Do you need food? Are you here for offerings? Um, I got like big offerings maybe that I should talk to somebody kind of higher up about. (laughs) Yeah. And again, very similar to like last time he's like, all right, all right, let me call someone down. That works, that works. Yeah, and you see him kind of walk to the back um, where that, that staircase was. There are two guards on either side. He, like, waves at them, walks up. Minutes later, a, a like, more like higher-level priest who's got, like, just nicer robes, like, walks down and uh, looks, for. <laughs> looks for the drow because he's the only one in the room. And he's like, I heard you would like to make a donation to the church. Yeah, so we want to donate some information. <laughs> and like instantly's like, what? He's like, all right, what do you got? Uh so like there's a there's a uh children being abducted. I'm pretty sure there's a large uh destructive robot being built underground. And he's like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you what are you coming here to share? What are you talking about? There's evil afoot. Yeah, and when you say that, he's like, well, it's a major city. Obviously, there's going to be crime. And I turned to Peggy Wick. I'm like, I got nothing. I don't know. What What made you feel that you should come into like a, the, the church and start offering? Like, what did you guys see? What it, Should we just call, like, the normal police? Like, that's, like, something they can just take care of. Uh, I mean, who did the normal police report to? There's like a normal, a normal police. Like everyone ultimately reports to us. Like, but the guard told us to come here, right? He yeah. did. The guard told you specifically go there. Yeah. All right. And this so is then... a bigger story than probably the local police. So we're going directly to the source. That's what you tell the priest. Yes. He's like, <laughs> he's like, all right, I need something more. Like, give me something. What are you guys here for? You know all the cameras in town. Yeah, we've yeah. seen those. In the cave system we were just telling you about, there's a room where they're watching everyone. We encountered a handful of shapeshifters and people who had computers connected to their brain. Some sort of hive mind, it seems like. Yeah, and the more you like continue this story, the the it's like cameras, sure, whatever, and then it's like shapeshifters and it's like robot people, and like the more and more you can see the priest being concerned and he's just like, When did when did this happen? Uh, three, four days ago. He's like, all right, all right. Um, you come upstairs with me. And you watch as he like walks between the guards and he like waves them down and just starts going up the stairs. 
I follow. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, everything in here is bright white, right? So like everything outside is like stone and dirt and a lot of cement. And even the, the stone slabs in the center around the altar were more of like a cement color. This is extremely white. And as you get to the top, um, it's the, the whole space is like a giant ring. In the center of the ring, you can see down into where you guys just were. And the smoke from the altar billows up between here. And then if you look up, you can see that the smoke continues up through another ring where you can see a bell higher. On the opposite side of this ring area, you see a giant golden door with um, a guard. But unlike the other guards, this guy's in almost a mech suit. So it stands around 10 foot tall and its left arm is a giant shield. And its right arm is like a, a three foot pistol, like huge, like bulky. And he's standing immediately in front of the door. And you watch the high priest kind of like, kind of speed running or speed walking all around the ring and then goes up to the guard and like show like kind of this and the, the door opens. I just had a picture of uh, Hal from Malcolm in the Middle when he gets really into speed walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but more incense. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so you watch as the gold door opens and you can kind of see like a, a long carpet that goes from like the entrance all the way back in, but it's hard to see back in there around the mech. And you see the high priest like work his way around the mech and go in. Follow him in again. Yeah. Yeah. And as you guys race around, um, the large mech kind of steps aside a little bit. And like you, you can hear like the metal grinding as he moves and like he shifts the big heavy. This thing probably weighs, you know, multiple tons. How similar does it look to the golem statue we fought? Totally different. Okay. Yeah, this looks like a guard, just much bulkier. And you know there's a halfling inside. But um, it's not connected to the walls or anything. Nope, totally free. Okay. free flowing. Um, so you guys walk in, and you're all caught off guard. Because on the back side of this room is a halfling, but in a, in a giant throne. Huge, like the throne's probably 30 feet. But the halfling isn't tiny. This halfling is over 20 feet tall. And it's a female halfling. So though, though huge, it's like all the same proportions as the other halflings. Other than this kind of reddish skin, it, it's much whiter and it's female with like red hair that kind of goes down. And instantly as you guys walk in, I need you each to do a um, intelligence saving throw. Seven. Uh, seven. Cool. All of you feel something working inside your mind. And right when that happens, you watch this large figure like in the throne look over you. And you hear behind you the mech kind of gear up and then rockets. And it kind of goes out one of the balconies that were on that level. And the high priest, like, looks at the big figure, shakes its head, and then leaves. And the door instantly closes behind you. Hmm. Like a nod or a no? Like a nod. Okay. Um, when the door closes, you can hear voices, but instead of it being audible, it's in your head. And uh, she goes, um, my name is Yondala. I've, I've seen what you've seen. Thank you for bringing this to me. And as you guys kind of look, maybe surprised, she's like, how can I repay you? Well, we're trying to fix our ship. Yeah. And as you start talking about that, she like stands up and everything, you can feel like a pressure lead, like expand in the room. And she, you could feel it like digging deeper into your memory. And she's like, I see your ship. Who were the two companions that were with you? Uh, that's a great question. You don't mean the two who are on the ship now, do you? She's like, no, the two that left weeks ago. We don't know their names. At, yeah. least, at least we don't. And I point wig points at herself and Peg. And um, oh, it, he doesn't. He doesn't either. <laughs> oh, sorry. 
but we do know they were looking for a way to communicate with Loth. Yeah, and as you're talking, you can feel it more. It's like a worm in your head almost. And she cuts you off. She's like, your friends are searching for Miska. I'm sorry to tell you, if they were looking for him, they're already dead. Wick's like, called it. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) Friends is a loose term. (laughs) But, you know, it's a drow thing. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, uh And as she's telling you this, it's like she's like gaining more knowledge as she's speaking to you. Mm. And she she like, she she starts referencing Loth. She's like, she's like, I don't know if you know who Loth is, but she's one of the gods. She's one of the highest gods of this area. And then she starts kind of stuttering a little bit. And she's like, if what she said is true, and you're looking for Kieran Salee, there's there's great issues about to happen. Like there's there's great damage upon our galaxy. Are, are you guys are you guys still here to help with this? And um Wix references the story she told earlier about um hearing the secret, overhearing that the bird goddess has mm-hmm. also been misplaced in her power and um after telling that story just like i don't think we can avoid being intertwined in this story but if there's another way you can help besides the ship it's to save the people of this village you guys have all treated us so kindly to be overrun by such evil people would be devastating and as you're speaking she like looks out to the right side or left side of the temple and she says, the issue in that cave has already been resolved. We appreciate your help. And she goes, we, will, we can repair your ship. We could even give you a new ship. But if you're, if you're willing to stay and help with this other issue, we'll, we'll lead you to Miska. We'll give you tools to help that you don't get the same outcome as your friends. And Wick turns around and kind of gathers both of you and be like, look, I don't know how you two are feeling. I've been running from this for months now and it just keeps popping up. I don't know where we can go and actually get away from it. If you want to try, we'll go to the ends of the galaxy. I'll go with you, but it's probably going to pop up there too. I don't like change a whole lot. So, I mean, if we're here, we could stay here. There's only a lot of, a lot of stuff that I'm finding out about the world and worlds that uh make me really uncomfortable so if we can stay here i'd like to do that what are the effects if we don't do anything what would this change yeah and she looks at you and goes to be honest even if you do something it might be too late there that's not pleasant but there's there's hope and she's like this is just one moment i'm we're going to work with other people too. Like things need to change. The, the, the gods need to communicate and work together against like they once have. New partnerships need to be crafted. And you can kind of tell, like she's talking about Loth, right? Like mm-hmm. Loth's, everything you know about Loth and the drow is like opposite of what you've experienced here. She's like, I'm going to reach out to Loth soon and see what's occurring, find out more about what's happening. But if you need to find Karen Salee, Miska is your first bet. I haven't talked to her in years. Wake's going to look at both of you again and then back at Yondalan to say, I'd rather go out looking at the problem than running from it anymore. Yeah. And as you say that, she like um, raises out her hand, which is massive, right? She's like dozens of feet tall. And in it, what looks like probably almost like a toothpick forms in her hand, but really it's like a five foot rod. And she uh, gives the rod to Elisar. And in your hand, it's, it looks fairly simple, right? It's like a golden rod. But what you notice is that there's seven segments that kind of all conjoin to build it. And she said, this is the rod of the law, the seven-part rod. And says, like, this will temper Miska. This will bring beasts into control. Without it, you stand no chance. And then she like points to the wall 
and it kind of goes translucent and you watch as like miles away come close. It's like as if you were zooming through the wall into the distance Mm. and there's like a lone cave that is covered in spider webs. And she is like, your journey won't be easy, but in that entrance, you'll find Miska. That's his lair. Don't use the rod until you reach him. Once you use it, the rod will destroy into seven parts, which will need to be reassembled over the next couple of years. Hmm. Is there anything else I can tell you before your journey begins? Can we get a ship that's big enough for Craig to be on comfortably? Yeah, that'd be great. It's a giant lizard. If we could get him in the spaceship, that'd be absolutely. Awesome. We'll we'll fix all that. We'll take your old ship and get rid of it and give you something new. Oh, great! Yeah, Thank you so I think much. It's garbage anyway. Yeah. Also, I love and, what you've done with the place. This is beautiful. As you temple. say, this thing is garbage. She goes, "It's not even yours." That's a good point. That's fair. That's yeah. also true. Yeah. Um. We could maybe use some preparations if that's not too much to add, you know, potions, healing stuff, you know, that kind of. Yeah. And um, there's a chest in like next to her throne and it like just opens up and there's like four um, like healing stems. There's some other like rope things. (laughs) And like what are like common things that you might need? Better armor? Not like a rocket launcher. Nope, don't do armor. <laughs> cool. So yeah, like healing stems, <laughs> rope, maybe food rations. Mm, Just like good berries. <laughs> those good, good, good berries. <laughs> and she, she's like, all right. I hope this helps you with your journey. Um, is there any any questions you guys have? I'm pretty good. All right. And as she as she looks at all three of you. And and he gets no responses. And she's like, I need to go make sure the other cities are safe. And instantly just disappears. Mm-hmm. Weird. Do you think she can still read our minds from where she's at? And you hear, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 where's the ship that we were supposed to get? I think we get it when we get back. It's like another deal, but maybe we can trust this lady more. Ugh. Gotta shape shift again. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> I think she might have been another goddess. Mm. Just a thought, maybe a demigoddess, if anything else. So not a shapeshifter, but a little scarier. <laughs> um, does anybody know how to open that door? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, when we just walk towards it and it opens up. No, when when she leaves, the door opens and oh okay, <laughs> and the mech that was there is gone. Okay. What about the priest that let us up? He's already off doing other things. So it's just like okay. a big, the whole floor is empty. I guess I'll go check on Craig. You guys can go back to your ship. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm sure Ronag would want to know what you guys are doing. As you guys mm-hmm. go downstairs, um, I would say maybe half the priests seem like they're gone. And like guards you saw are also gone. Um, perhaps dealing with the things you guys found. And Craig is outside of the temple. And if you guys have nothing else you guys want to do in here until you leave to go deal with that cave or other things, you could head back to your ship. Your ship for now. Yeah, yeah I guess go tell, tell Ronag, see how X357's doing. <laughs> Cool. So that's where we're going to end today's session. Um, We're going to be recording these in like two part type things. So next week you should get another episode, um, hopefully with another guest. I don't have it planned yet, but then we'll get to go see what you guys do. And if you can reach Miska. Uh, Thanks for joining. Uh, I guess every other week we'll do like sign offs, right? Because I'm cutting out these sessions and we're kind of doing two episodes. So uh, Zach, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at ZS Wilkinson. Courtney? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Courtney M. Leach. Dan? Daniel Truran. On Instagram. Dog pictures. And, Always dog pictures. <laughs> oh, and you're on Twitter too, if you want to see Bill's stuff. 
Yeah, if you just want retweets of Bill's stuff. Just retweets of Bill's stuff. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Noble Folk Design. Uh, See you next week. Bye. That's another episode of Dungeons and Designers. Intro music is by Mon Plaisir. Editing and animation was done by me, your friendly DM, Will. Find this and more in the description.